welcome to this episode of Disrupt Education. I got Lanice Lush. How you doing? We are in the Oak Park Library. Thank you so much for coming out. Oh my gosh, this one is a, a big one for me. Um, tell us what you're about. What are you doing these days? Well, I'm always reaching back into my um, own way of being a student, and that's with young people. And so my thing is right now I'm doing an after-school matters program that is uh, a great program where adults can tap into young people more so than us tapping into them. It's kind of a connective um, expansion for both people. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's it's you know it's been exciting to be able to um, get this newness from these new kids that I don't know yet. Yeah. And so I'm excited about that. So you're we met at Oak Park Marine Forest High School. Yes. Um, what's your role there? Because I think you play a really big role with kids there. Well, I run the tutoring center, so I'm a monitor of the tutoring center, mm -hmm. which is amazing because I get a chance to uh, speak to the whole student, mm -hmm. and they get a chance to leak that out to me. And so for me, I just make sure they come in and use the space, and uh, it's a space for them that's comfortable, mm -hmm. yet um, relaxing, yet they're getting some academic um, work done at the same time they're sharing them, mm -hmm. sales with you know everybody. And so for me, I enjoy it. I call it play. It's yeah. Come to play. It's it's cool because, you know, I worked in there a little bit here and there, and, and students know you when they walk in, you know, and, and that you could just, like, check people in and do your thing, but but you get involved. What, what taught you that? How did you get into that realm of just uh, starting to learn about students and other people? Because that's a special skill. Well, I think it's because I was a student, and yeah. no one ever tapped into me, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so for me, um, as I... Um, you know, took on this journey of education, um, I saw that's it, what was missing from us as adults is that we don't get a chance to kind of know the kid and see who they are before we pull out a book, tell them what they're going to do. And so the more I started doing that, the more I became um, comfortable with myself of sharing me as well as them sharing themselves. So it became this good space of feel good to be good kind of thing right you and, know and, and they so, do they study like it's 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 a true tutoring center yeah they That's, do they come yeah. in there and they on a mission and so for me every once in a while i have to remind them that they are um beings on the planet to uh enjoy it too because they forget right right um so what is your what is your educational path look like so you uh from we can go start at high school or even elementary school and then till now I always been good at sports. Mm -hmm. And so that was probably the turn on for me in ed education because I'm the youngest of three and I was quiet. I was very, very shy. And so for me, I could just play this little thing called basketball and that began to open me up as a person. And um, I started like in fourth grade. I was only fourth grade on the sixth grade squad. And so, this, you know, gym teacher, of course, mm -hmm. spots you and, hey, you should play basketball. And I'm like, okay. And so I end up, um, being pretty good and with that I was so nervous as a young person um, playing a sport that I like and I was better than some of the sixth graders mm -hmm. and so that was to me I was super shy so that was kind of tough for me to open up because they were my sister's sister uh, my sister friends sisters mm -hmm. older sisters right. so they were like them big girls yeah you know and it was just like me I'm in charge of them and I'm gonna tell them what to do on the court mm -hmm. you know and so for <laughs> me that was my open up in the sense of Man, how many kids go through that innocence? It's innocence. Yeah, right. But right. yet, at the same time, could be undeveloped if we don't tap into it. So, for me, I went on to, you know, play junior college ball. I played um, a little bit of high school ball. Mm -hmm. And high school ball was, uh, you're going to go to this school, this school, this school wants you. And so, for me, I went to my local public school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to leave my friends. And that opened up 
AAU. So I started expanding myself. Mm -hmm. And so that journey really led me to, you know, getting a scholarship and heading over to Western Illinois in Macomb. And from, from there, um, I walked away because I didn't know how to show my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I was hurting inside and everybody was celebrating my success as being a student athlete. And I didn't know how to celebrate it. Yeah. And so in that journey, it made me go back to my high school to volunteer and say, you know, I can't let kids not, you know, finish school and enjoy this thing they call, you know, ball. And with that, it led me to tapping into behavior science. Mm -hmm. So when I came back home, I um, used to go to the um, high school proviso and volunteer. And um, I said, I can't let a kid go through what I went through. Wow. I took one for the team, so to speak. Right. And uh, it led me to behavior science. So I started and sped as a TA. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at these innocent kids hide behind these doors of these um, titles we give them and we right. put them into subject and not beings on the planet. And so for me, I got a chance to see them from a different side because I was a co-teacher. I had a chance to work with them right. really socially, emotionally. And I saw some greatness and I wanted them to see themselves. And so my journey, I think with behavior science started from there. And then um, I went to charter school. Yeah. And when I went to charter school, I ended up doing a dean assistant. Uh -huh. You know, mm -hmm. principal was like, all right, Lush, you here. What do you want to do? I said, give me the kids you throw away. Mm -hmm. The ones you throw away. I said, because those are the gyms in the building. And so with that, I helped uh, one of the deans create a in-school. Mm -hmm. And we created it in a way that it wasn't a prison. Uh, I call it a school prison. Yeah, right. You don't know how to act, so you stay here all day. Right, it was right. more so of this is the time for you to tap into yourself and love. Wow. You know, and so for me, that was like, you know what? This room is a, uh, a room called Know Thyself. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's what we did. And it was to the point where kids that were on their way out the door to high school end up going back in and being a leader in, in the mm -hmm. school. And so with that, um, I didn't know um, that was going to happen. But I feel like one of the reasons that it did happen was because them kids showed me what love was. Yeah. They taught me how to be open to them. Mm -hmm. And so with that, we grew together. Yeah. And so for me, that was my journey um, in, in the charter school, and it led me to Oak Park High School. So if I were a kid, right, and I, and I had a program like that, and this is something I've always struggled with as a teacher. Um, I was in a couple different programs where, you know, the students were quote-unquote behaviorally challenged or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I would want to actually be in that room constantly. How do you? How did you manage that? Were there kids who were like, you know, what I'm going to be in in school or you know your program, so I'm going to get in trouble over here to yes. get into that? Well, you know what I had kids say to Miss Lush, I learn more from you than I do in the classroom. Right. And, I, and, and so what I would do was I would tell them what was important about that class. Miss mm. Lush, I ain't going to do algebra. You're absolutely correct. You may not do that ever again, mm -hmm. but that still is a requirement to get through yeah. and pass through the steps that's needed in mm -hmm. the protocol of what education in high school is. Yeah. So for me, I think what I do with kids when they try to you know uh, escape or they find a reason why they shouldn't do it mm -hmm. or even a new way and they think they have to throw the old way I think what you do is you take the purpose of what it is mm -hmm. and you passing through so you're not staying there mm -hmm. and so what I would do is I would share with kids like you here today but I don't need you to come back and see me even though you do learn the stuff about yourself mm -hmm. because you got the answer. Everything you need to know is already within. All I did was help you take off your jacket. Yeah. And to me, I think that's the biggest thing is not to deter kids to eliminate things they experience, but understanding why they experience them, but yet you can add 
some ketchup on your hot dog, right. you know? Right. And so for me, I think that's the key. I think a lot of times we say, take this, throw this out, keep this, throw this. No, let's look at everything on the table and let's see how we can use everything that's placed on this table because I feel like there's no accidents. Mm. Everything we uh, experience is teaching us and taking us some places, but we have to allow it and recognize that they are there. Wow. You yeah, know, and I think right. that is the key. And to me, that's what I would do with young people because they was doing that with me and they didn't mm -hmm. know it. Right. And, and that's, the, to me, the power in it, that each one teach one, and there's no age limit. There's no level. Yeah. It's just being open and allowing it. And so for me, because I was allowing it and open and vulnerable just as this young person that got passion and trying to find his guidance, these young people mm -hmm. say, hey, Ms. Lush, we got you. And so yeah. with that, I told them I had them. They had me as well. And so for me, that was, um, I think, the... Um, process. I didn't know it when I was going through it. Right, but as right. I reflect back now and say, okay, what did I get from the young people? And what did they give me? You know, and that's what it is. You went through this transition. Mm -hmm. Ath be being an athlete was something that really, there was a lot of pressures. 100%. And, and even going back to when what you just said about when you were young and all of a sudden like you were, you, that, a lot of people don't think about that. Oof. That, that's, you know what? No one does, even parents don't. Yeah. And so with that, I would say, um, one of the reasons I walked away because I couldn't share. Because mm -hmm. everybody's so proud. And, and I call it honest fans and fans. And sometimes people don't even know by default that they do it. Yeah. Because our um, conditions in our society kind of offer these platforms. And so we don't look into the platforms or the basic of it. Mm -hmm. What we do is just keep doing what has already been done. We don't right. change and interrupt, right. so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And so with that, because we don't do that, uh -huh. we stay the same. And so what happens is it becomes a belief, a tradition that, uh-uh, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And to me, I feel like today's generation is like, uh-uh, Miss Lush, that don't make sense. Right. They interrupters. The question. And, and so I love it because it makes me expand. They challenge me, and then they challenge the system. Mm -hmm. Not to be disrespectful, right. but to show another way. And I think that's what's needed on the planet. Yeah. Totally, 100%. I think um, we miss that, and they're here for that reason. Right. Not to be me. Right. I'm, I'm in my shoes. I can't. Yeah. And so for me, being open enough to allow that to create itself in whatever system or wherever you at, I think is so mm -hmm. key. So when you build your high school, mm -hmm. what would it look like? <laughs> Woo, if I was able to build my high school, first, I wouldn't be the one to create it. I would have the people and the young people that's coming to create it. So actually, I would say this is my image. Mm -hmm. First day of registration, I would have counselors on duty. Mm -hmm. The parents would be there. And it would be tables full of um, different subjects, the core classes, mm -hmm. but yet it would be other classes that kids would want to do. And what they would do was we would put the counselors and the parents in the cafeteria yeah. and let the kids sign up to every class they want to oh, wow. first. Yeah. And then what we would do after we would let them sign up, then the counselors and the parents would come in and listen to the input because, see, you have to, excuse me, you have to go with the person that's experiencing it first. Mm -hmm. You can't do what you think a, a student's supposed to know without getting their opinion. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think we need more of them being able to speak their truth. And then once they speak their truth, we look at the, um, what they got and we line it up that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So you take your core classes, but you also are tapping into these things. And we have to be open enough to know that a kid could change their mind. Right. And right. they don't get penalized for it. Yeah. And so with that, a lot of times I think with um, academics and education is we don't let them go down them journeys because we're afraid they may have to start over. 
we start over every time we get up. <laughs> right, we do. And, and so with that, that's how um, this, this class setting will be. Mm-hmm. I think in class, the, the students would teach it, and I'll show you how they'll teach it. Mm-hmm. You, you take math, it's a little different because it's technical, so it'll be, that'll be done a little differently. But say a history class. You take a history class, and you have 40 kids, and maybe 40 chapters for that whole year, mm-hmm. right? And the whole day, we'll put on the board where kids will pick what section they want to mm-hmm. teach. Right. And what they'll do is they will get together with maybe four or five kids, and they will teach the lessons. Mm-hmm. And they'll break it down. They can use um, music. They can use video. They can use every form of technology as well as old school way mm-hmm. of educating. Right. And what they'll do is they will teach us because a teacher will find out if their kids know by what they teach them. Right. Because see, since yeah. you went to school and you already got it, you can sit back and all you do is guide them. Mm-hmm. You know. And so for me, I think that will be exciting for young people. I think it'll be exciting for teachers because you use all the. The, the savvy technology we have, mm-hmm. plus we can use some of the old school chalkboard. We can use that too. Right. We don't have to throw it away. Right. But what we can do is combine it and mash it up into an alchemy of uh, great creative learning. That's what I was going to ask you is what does a physical space look like? Um, uh, physical space, circles. Yeah. Energy, 360 yeah. degrees. Mm-hmm. We have to bounce energy off each other mm-hmm. because um, sitting back to back, I can't vibe. Right. I'm seeing the back of your head. I don't uh-huh. even know your face expression. And so for me, we would definitely be in a cipher in a 360 degree. Mm-hmm. And actually, whoever's in the, if it's somebody reading, someone speaking, we'll put them in the middle. Hmm. You know, yeah. I think that because energy, we use it in everything except education. Yeah. Basketball, Serena, it's a circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in, uh, cats that sit on the corner, circle. Right. When you get in a group, it's a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, every sports, even. Um, Sometimes concerts, yeah. but it's a bounce. It's an energy, right. and that's a science to it. And so for me, we would ne- definitely kind of um, focus on the energy vibe of mm-hmm. it. Um, also, let me see, laptops, whatever we need technical. Yeah. Um, there won't be too many rules. Yeah. It's just respect. Whoever's speaking, everybody focus on them. And um, open enough that conversation, it wouldn't be questions, but conversations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, It'd be still, it could be in a building like a regular building institution or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be nice to be open, glass. Right. More of a, um, a creation of warm colors. Mm-hmm. You know, not the stale, all white windows. You know, I'm, li- I'm listening here. I'm going to build this. <laughs> so we got to build. Yeah, but, I yeah. Think, I think it's necessary. I think because yeah. um, I think the key thing is we're going back to our hearts. And sometimes yeah. we take the heart out of uh, things that we experience, especially with um, academics and education, because we mm-hmm. have certain things we have to hit. We mm-hmm. have the number game we have to play in education. Right. right. And so since we have to play the number game in education, sometimes it takes away from the passion and kids' motions and, and feelings, how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, it's, oh, it's a rough day. It's all right. We have an answer for that. Right. You right. know, it's not, you're not, okay, you're being disrespectful. Oh, you can't do this. Or, nope, you're changing the energy. Let's play on the fact that you're having a bad day. Who else having a bad day? Right. Let's talk about it. What, what's going on that, you know, mm-hmm. instead of saying, no, you're isolating the class, let's participate and anticipate this is what happens on the planet. You have a book coming out. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, actually, the, uh, it's called The Book of Proverbs. I had an opportunity to meet a, uh, Ms. Pena, um, Pena Davis. Mm-hmm. Jan Pena Davis, and she came through the tutoring center, asked to use my um, computer. Mm-hmm. And when she asked to use my computer, um, I said, "Yes, ma'am, you can use it." And we end up connecting. Mm-hmm. And so with that, she'll come, and I see her at lunch, and we sit and talk at lunch. And uh, 
She's like, did you know what you just said? And I'm like, no, ma'am. She said, um, you need to write this down. You know, she said, write this down and you get a journal and you need to write a book and call it uh, the book of Proverbs surviving the 21st modern millennium. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. So I went to the bookstore actually in Oak Park and went and grabbed the book mm -hmm. and I would think about it. Oh, I just said something. Yeah, write it down. I didn't even know what it meant, even yeah. though it was in a journal. And so once I completed it and I was like, I think I got enough quotes. I ended up separating it and putting three subjects or three chapters, immortal eye, mm -hmm. we the people, and the jungle. And so the three, um, the first one, mortal eyes, always starting with home, self. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of quotes that I think everybody can look at to themselves about it. Mm -hmm. We the people is, once I get me together locally, understand my passion, my heart, and understand me more, I can help in the community. So we the people. So those quotes kind of let everybody know, hey, we need each other. We need each other, mm -hmm. you know? And then the uh, last one is the jungle. Yeah. And the jungle is the refocus. And that's us attacking, and not in a uh, way of negativity, but changing and interrupting kind of right. uh, what systems have already been placed, yeah. um, what beliefs and traditions we have that maybe need to be uprooted to be re-seeded, um, mm -hmm. you know, to put some new um, seeds in the ground and water them. And so for me, that's what the jungle is. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, can't wait till this comes out, you know. Um, what, where can people uh, find you online? Um, they can find me on www.chicagosoul.com. Mm -hmm. That's my um, story. And so what I do is I always put um, just everything that's happening and what I'm doing in there. Yeah. Also, you can find me in the gym. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the gym with young people. I want them to play defense. So I'm working right. on some training this summer with t training kids defense. I feel yeah. like we're looking at ball now, but we have to know that it's moving because we're yeah. constantly moving. And I think we're moving back to defense. And for me, I think young people are still stuck in the step curry. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good thing, but it's the balance. And so well, with that, I think... Only certain people can hit that three like that, <laughs> Yeah. You know, so... And so that's what it is. It's me in, in the gym doing mm -hmm. that. Um, otherwise, I'm just locally. Awesome. Sitting in somebody's park, reading, relaxing, and trying to expand myself. Well, we will put your information up. I can't wait. Thank you so much for hanging pleasure. out with us today. A true disruptor of uh, education right here, guys. We'll see you next time on Disrupt Education. Bye.